Welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we are going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Check us out at CXChronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Freshdesk, everything you need to redefine your customer support. Keep track of conversations. Resolve your customer issues. Support your customer across all channels and increase your team's productivity. Check out Freshdesk at freshdesk.com today. Today's CX Weekly Update is based off of a recent article in Forbes from the expert panel of the Forbes Business Development Console. This is a group of senior-level sales and biz dev executives who share their first-hand insights with all of us each week. Awesome articles, awesome content, and I figured it would be a fantastic way to draw for today's show. Hey folks, how we doing? This is Adrian Brady Jazan. I'm your host of the CX Chronicles podcast, and this is another fresh CX weekly update. So um, I hope everyone's week is off to a great start. Uh, things have been nice and busy on our end over at CX Chronicles. Uh, as many of you already saw uh, on some of the posts that we have on social media, um, we finally got the CX Chronicles podcast live on Spotify. So that's a big deal for a few reasons. Number one, Spotify is obviously a global player for all of us in terms of the way that we consume our auditory content, right, in the form of music and podcasts and all that fun stuff. Some of us even have sleep tracks that we go to sleep to every single solitary night. So Spotify is a king in this space. We're super excited to finally be on the platform. I'm hoping that uh, this opens up a whole new world for a bunch of new listeners and a bunch of new members that are going to be added to the CX Nation in the uh, in the coming year. So super exciting stuff there. Uh, today's CX Weekly Update is um, uh, got some interesting feedback from some of our listeners. Hey, you know, a lot, lot, lot of messages around. Adrian, can you talk more about ideas for increasing customer retention, uh, reducing churn, you know, figuring out how the heck, how the heck can we keep our customers for the long haul so that if our customer acquisition costs or CAC is high, we're keeping them for the long haul and we're going to get a, we're going to get a return on that initial investment with each customer so that we're, we're driving things into the future in a positive type of way. So today's CX weekly update, eight tips for increasing customer retention rates inside of your business. So to start, let's just be clear. Most of our businesses, right, most of the startups and the businesses that we're all building here uh, that we talk about each week on the show, they're going to be the types of businesses where it's not a one-time transaction in all cases, Right there's a there's a there's a number of our of our listeners and some of the founders who who are a part of the Six Nation that we've got subscription and we've got service oriented products or solutions that we sell again and again and again. Right, we're 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 constantly doing business. We're always in the in the game to kind of move things back and forth. We're focused on relationship building. We're focused on really doing everything we can to build our our, our businesses for future success. So, with that being said, here's the first of the eight tips. Number one, and you know I'm going to start here. Offer great customer service, right? The number one thing that you can do to keep a customer happy, to keep a customer coming back and buying, is to offer great customer service. And guys, guess what? 
when you're spending the big bucks on those on those customer acquisition costs, it really does make sense to make sure that you're doing everything you can to keep those folks with you and with your business for the long haul. So number two, knowing your customer. Okay, the best way to avoid churn, it's to know your customer. All right, I know that many of you already know this. Many of the folks that are listening to the show, you're you've already you're on Salesforce every day, you're on some Freshworks product every day, Intercom every day. Uh, maybe you're you're using you know Freshdesk and a ticketing and a ticketing software solution. Um, maybe you're using Google Docs. Okay, maybe you're building up to that level and you haven't moved over to a CRM yet. But knowing your customer is critical. I don't care if it's by by way of a Google Doc or by way of one of those super fancy solutions that we just talked about. You need to be able to know your customer. And the whole business needs to be able to, regardless of position and regardless of team and role, pop in, see all the important critical information about a customer, make a decision, understand what next steps are, and then move forward. Number three. Solving problems as soon as possible. Okay, every business is different and every business has its own unique challenges as it relates to the issues that happen with their bit, with their customers, right? But it's critical that as you're thinking about your 2019 CX and, and, and customer management strategies, you've got to be thinking about creating a team that's responsible for proactive outreach on a scheduled basis. So I don't care if you're using NPS or CSAT or any of those other scoring systems. I'm talking about making sure that you have a group of Navy SEALs inside of your team, inside of your business, who run point on, on all the intricate different teams and interdepartmental um, functions that you have inside of your business. Those people have to be able to talk on a regular basis when there's critical and high severity issues that need fixing right away. If you fix problems immediately for your customer, number one, they're going to say, wow, that was great service. Wow, they got right back to me. Wow, that was awesome. Number two, they're not afraid to use you. They're also going to go on and tell a number of their friends how great it is. That, you know what? Even when I had a problem with that, with, with, with XYZ company, they got it done right away. They fixed it right away. They got back to me right away. And you know what? It never even really felt like that big of a problem. Number four, use your NPS score to identify some of your high-risk accounts. Okay, so look, we're all capturing MPS today, or most many of us are, right? Or we're thinking about simplified customer feedback scoring, whether it's uh, by way of our, 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 our point-of-sale systems, or whether it's by way of SurveyMonkey, or whether it's by way of a Zoho form, whatever you're using, right? Or again, a Google Doc, because a lot of people are using Google Forms, and they're fantastic for even getting basic feedback, right? Google Reviews is another huge place. Yelp is another huge place. But regardless, you've got to be thinking about how those feedback points, whether they're in a scored fashion or even if it's raw feedback, are identifying danger accounts or problem customers, okay? Get, respond to those right away. Make it clear that you'll do whatever you need to do to get them back and, and, and try, you out, try you out again. Give them a discount to the next time around. Make it clear that you saw their feedback and you're, gonna, you're literally going to inject it right back into your product and service offerings. Number five. Adapt a constant buying selling cycle. So, look, th- you got to stop thinking about a buyer's journey as a linear type of event. Um, I know that several of you guys out there have done customer journey maps. I've I've I've, I've done a number of them in the past with with some of my companies as well. And the thing that you got to realize is these these journey maps go all over the place depending on how a, a specific customer comes into your journey. It can ping pong all over the place depending on yeses and nos and all of these decision points that actually trigger all these subset points 
that you need to be thinking about designing, right? Experience designing or service designing for way upstream. How can you sort of think about some of these things um, early on to make sure that each customer that experiences your your product, your service, your company, your team has an awesome experience? That's going to force a constant buying and selling cycle. Number six, fostering post-sale relationships. So one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest things that you can do is make sure that after a customer has taken the time and the energy and the effort to buy from your business, you are fostering that that post-sale relationship. Whether it's by way of reaching out and asking for feedback, whether it's friendly drop-ins, just letting them know that you've got new new promotions or new offerings or new new, new things that you're working on inside of your business. Always be thinking about how you can foster that post-sale relationship so when that customer is ready to come back and buy again, they're already thinking of you as a high-level leader who's going to not only provide the end solution for whatever it is that they need, but you're looked at as a trusted partner and a trusted advisor as it relates to that specific segment. Speaking of segments, number seven, segment your clients. So segmenting clients is critical. Um, we work with a number of different businesses at CX Chronicles where this is one of the things that we help with, with the, which is the idea of understanding what do customer segments look like? Where do we need to capture customer segment feedback by channel or by type? What do we need to do to form our team or position our team for battle in the type of way so that we can best run and manage our business and best manage uh, the way that we can continue to grow our customer portfolios into the future. Segmenting your clients is going to be key. It doesn't matter if it's small, medium, or large. It doesn't matter if it's consumer versus business. It doesn't matter if it's a buyer versus a seller type of segment. Whatever it is that speaks to your business, think about how you can create clean, clear, digestible buckets for your customers so that you know how to best serve those unique parties. It's an awesome exercise to do with your team. And if you need if you need help or if you have uh, any type of questions around how your company can do this, reach out to us. Check us out at the CXChronicles.com. Shoot us a note at info at CX Chronicles. These are some of the things that we work on with our clients. Number eight, listen and act on the feedback that you're getting. So, okay, if you've taken the time to think about understanding who these different segments are, Who's buying at a frequent basis? Who's not buying? Who was buying, but now they're not buying? Who's churning? Who's leaving? All that fun stuff. You've got to be thinking about what's happening with that inside of your business. But while you're doing that, you need to be thinking about what issues can you improve along the way? How can you start to tackle churn? Can you put together a project group or a focus group or a team of Navy SEALs appointed to really drive in on those major metrics? Maybe it's Maybe it's related to the way that your telephones are working. Maybe it's related to the way that your emails are working. Maybe it's related to the way that you're you're, you're prioritizing and building uh, ideal process for the ticketing system that you use or the CRM that you're populating every day. But you have to be listening and you have to be thinking about how you can take that feedback and inject it in your product service. Now, at the same time, not just uh, you can't just be thinking about the customer-facing side. You also need to be taking the time to think about your employees, right? You've got to be thinking about your employees and you've got to be thinking about the people that are working with your customer each and every day have awesome ideas and have off awesome suggestions and have 
tons of knowledge about your product and your service. So make sure you're getting feedback from them as well. Listen and iterate with them as well. It's going to be huge for building your company for future success. And it's going to be huge for making sure that you have a really, really great experience each and every time a new customer comes on board. So I hope this was uh, a, a great uh, CX Weekly Update topic points for you. I know that there's tons of tons of different ways that you can think about increasing customer retention. Uh, I know that there's constantly new methods and new solutions coming out every day to make this easier for all of us, regardless of what our business space is. But I hope this was helpful. Thanks so much for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. Um, again, if you haven't done so already, check us out on Spotify. Add the show to your playlist. Uh, we've got a bunch of new guests that are coming down the pipeline, so I'm really excited about that. And then, uh, again, for some of you folks that have been reaching out about coming onto the show, please continue to do so. You can always hit us up at info at CX Chronicles or any of our social me- channels. Uh, let us know if you're interested in joining the show and when you can come on and when you can do your thing. Uh, we're always looking for awesome new customer-focused business leaders uh, to listen to their story each and every week. So thanks so much, guys. Looking forward to uh, to, to the next show together, and uh, and have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time, make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at cxchronicles.com.